Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Wilson Podcast. If you feel like it, you can email the show. Email address is weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com. I am your solo host, Brian Wilson. It's getting lonely in the studio these days. Um, No Jay again this week. He is currently road tripping back from the sack with uh, Kelly, that girl he's been hanging out with lately. So... Um, the time has come. They don't have to be separated anymore. Kelly's heading back. They're going to start another semester at Cincinnati. So really excited for them that they get to be together again. But road tripping across the country is not very conducive to recording a podcast. Hence, no Jay in the studio this week. So I'm all alone. Um, I had a couple stories from the week that I wanted to tell Jay, but it's fine. I don't need to share my life with anyone or anything. I'll just keep it to myself. But we also didn't want to keep you guys hanging for a week, leave you guys hanging for a week. So as I said before, we are going to share with you our discussion of Attack on Titan. Jay, Sydney, and I um, talked at length about the plot, the characters, our favorite things about the show. Just kind of broke down one of our all-time favorite shows. Well, one of mine and Sydney's favorite shows. Apparently, Jay isn't a huge fan of Attack on Titan, but we get to that in the episode. Anyways, that's what's going on. Um, As always, thank you for listening, and I'll shut up and let you guys listen to the rest of the episode. Cletus, take it away. Sources have confirmed it's called Rembrandt Lighting, if you want to look it up. Rembrandt. Yeah. Mm. This is going to be an album cover. No, it's Rembrandt Lighting when you look right at us and you turn just so you get that triangle under your eye. Yeah, that. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Good podcasting. Okay, so, as far as Attack on Titan goes, Mark was interested to hear our thoughts on the plot, the characters, and our predictions for how it will end. So, I think Sydney is best situated to have this conversation right now because she is currently re-watching it for the third time. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've watched it through once, and then when the second half of the last season came out, I backtracked a little bit to get back into it. So I've watched, yeah. like, the end twice, and the rest of it once. Yeah. And then Jay says he doesn't even like it. Well, I would like... Th- Although I said that I'm not the hugest fan ATM, um, at the moment for you old folks. Um, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to whisper um, it to you. <laughs> um, I do, however... Want to point out that I was the one who turned both of you on to it. That is true. Yeah. And I also watched the... Oh, sorry. Well, when we started watching it, I was like, what the heck is Jay encouraging us to watch? The first four episodes, I remember Brian and I being like, what the heck is this? Yeah, I guess to start talking about the plot, it's like, it's sad, it's depressing, it's hopeless. It's messed up. Yeah, it's like horrific a little bit. And you're like... It's pretty close to being seinen. To being what? Seinen. So, um, 
there's shonen and there's seinen. Shonen is for kids, seinen is for adults. It comes from Shonen Jump is oh, the okay, okay. magazine that a lot yeah. of the regular anime comes out in. And then seinen something is the name of like the, all the adult mm-hmm. animes. And, not, and I don't mean adult is just like sex stuff. It's usually just like sadder and more intense. Yeah. And maybe like a little bit sexy, but you know. <laughs> but um but anyhow so yeah those first that first season i watched in two nights i think mm-hmm. i feel like you have to plow through it otherwise you could lose it was your awesome. real easy no i loved it i watched it ravenously i couldn't stop watching it mm-hmm. um but that first season i had like a ravenous love affair with it was just like i liked watching it like a movie yeah it just keeps it, it was, going yeah it was a lot of because every episode ended and you were just like what the hell? And yeah. then you'd have to watch the next one. I um, guess it would be better as a movie because then you know there's going to be some like change of pace and some like it's yeah. building to something. But the first few episodes to me, I was like, there's just like, I was like, I know the characters are probably going to like gain more skills and become more self sufficient and able to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. But they were just like hopeless kids for. To me, what felt like forever. It was probably only a few episodes. It is only a few episodes. It's three or four episodes until Aaron finds out the big news. Okay. Yeah. So, or like that they start yeah, we should, like training. Yeah. We should put out just like if you have if you want to listen to it or watch it and you haven't, we are going to give significant spoilers for the oh, first yeah. what three seasons? Four? How many are there? All of them. All of it. Everything that's out right now. Yeah. So just don't. Just if you don't want to watch it, just end the podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, I I really liked that first season because they didn't pull any punches. It was really intense. There were crazy action sequences still, but also just you were on your heels the whole time. It's like you didn't know who was main character. You knew who was main characters, but everything else, including the main characters, it seemed, were fair game. You didn't know what was going to happen to them. They could die. Anything could happen. Yeah, that's another thing. Is the whole show isn't scared to like oh they go out on like a scouting mission and just half Everyone half dies. the people there die like it's yeah. very <laughs> or you get attached to a character and you're like there's no way they're gonna die they're one of the main characters nope they like, die super dead like, like, super <laughs> dead yeah in a horrific way that you're yeah. like come on graphic death yeah, like le- main character what episode four or something leg yeah. ripped off and then swallowed whole like yes yeah Oh. Like, not just the leg, like, leg ripped off separately, and then entire person eaten. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what the hell? Um, I did really yeah. like that they did that of, you know, yeah, you know the main characters, but you don't actually know the main main characters throughout the whole first season, I feel like, or the first half of it. So it was kind of fun mm. to try and get your own opinions about these, you know, characters before they said, oh, these are our main however many. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, I totally forgot about how um, Aaron gets eaten and is, like, gone for yeah, yeah. a full episode. And I'm like, oh, like, I, I guess maybe Armin's the main character. Like, yeah, I was, like, mind blown. And then, yeah, just how they reveal all that and how it all plays out was just so good. Because, yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things about the show is you're so lost for so much yeah. of it. Like, There's a like, lot of mystery in this show. Yeah. Which is kind of characteristic of a decent amount of animes, but like you have no idea what's going on as far as like why anything's happening. 
and I think a lot of that mystery is what I is what's romantic to me about not romantic literally but like I romanticized in my mind like how awesome the first like season or two was because there was so much unknown yeah and there was so much just lurking in the shadows like mm-hmm. you just felt like you were like holding like a, a torch in a dark cave of narrative yeah you're just dropped um, in this world and you, you know there's this threat you don't know where the threat's coming from or why it's you don't there. even know what the threat is yeah honestly and you don't know what's outside of their walls they just know right. there's an outside world and you have no idea right Crazy. which i guess we should should we give like a basic explanation of the plot for like people who don't <laughs> watch i mean this oh i guess yeah maybe <laughs> probably so essentially early on there's basically these titans which are just like large weird looking humans mm-hmm. that um for whatever reason want to eat people they don't oh, yeah. it's it's written that they don't even like benefit like physiologically out of eating people they don't even digest them they just want to kill and eat people yeah so then come in various sizes from like 10 feet to 30 yeah. feet yeah and they're like all very meters. creepy they're looking. like yeah there's like 50 i think was it? it's like there's five 15 and like 30 meter are kind of like the sizes mm-hmm. they give i think i thought it was three but, five uh, and 10 meter i don't know i don't know there's some big titans but anyways they're called titans um but all of humanity lives within these rings of walls kind of like bossing say mm-hmm. if you're uh <laughs> if you're aware of avatar oh and but, also um, the titans are like dumb they're like animals yeah. basically like they don't talk they just roam around randomly but they're drawn yeah. to they follow their senses yeah they're drawn to people and they just want to eat people yeah. yeah so basically um all of humanity is living inside these walls and they know nothing about the outside world there's people going on scouting missions but essentially they're just trying to survive the walls are super tall they don't know how they got there yeah they don't even know how their society was like saved they just know Inside walls were alive. Outside walls, people get eaten really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the whole show starts out with one of the, the outermost wall of one of the cities being breached. So then it's like, hey, these titans are a problem, and then it just events unfold. Yeah, is heroically. it? It's um, by a mega titan. Yeah, it's like out of nowhere, this yeah. like hundred meter titan appears. The colossal titan. Yeah. wall. Yeah. Yeah. And he just looks over the wall, like, kicks the wall down and lets in another giant titan. Mm-hmm. And, like, they wreak havoc. But anyways, so... That's what, like, the first season is them, like, dealing with, like, this huge calamity. And then, like, basically that's a wake-up call to everybody. And they say, we need to, like... They kind of relax for a while. And there's, like, we need to train people up to be, like, really awesome again so that we can fight the titans. And then, like, it's kind of the generation... They're little kids when that happens. Then they're, like, teenagers. And then they are inspired to train and try to figure out how to beat the Titans and stuff. And join the Scout Regiment, which I think is important to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Scouts okay. are more dedicated to like exploring and trying to figure stuff out. But anyways, we're kind of getting down to the weeds now. Yeah. So but I guess, so I guess that's, that's the first phase of the plot that I had outlined was the pre... It's like them like feeling around in the dark is kind of like a lot of the first season or two. Absolutely. Yeah. So then the next yeah. main chunk of the plot I had was them fighting the titans because i guess yeah i don't know how in the weeds to get but basically um for you find out that like there's a bank of information basically like buried in a basement outside the walls that they're like inside the city that was first breached yes so they're like we need to get back into then that part of the city has now been overrun with titans 
So they're like, we need yeah. to get back in that city, into that basement, get this information that will teach us about the Titans, where they're coming from, and what's going on, basically. And the yeah. only reason they found that out is because of Aaron. Right. Yeah. Who so, is a Megatitan. <laughs> There's yeah, so much to get basically, into. <laughs> yeah. They find out, basically, so then the second phase is sort of, they get better at fighting the Titans, and they're starting to, they know where the information is that they're trying to find. Mm-hmm. So they're... At that point, it's like more of an even fight. And I think what I like about that phase is that there's something really cool about seeing the main characters, one, their amount of growth. So at the beginning, like, it's pretty much assured death if they encounter Titans, and they're pretty much just strategically trying to run away and survive. But then through, like, the first season, by the end, they're, like, taking out Titans left and right, and they're pretty serviceable at dispatching these monsters. Mm Mm-hmm. But then there's something still, like, it's still overwhelmingly against them. Yeah. Like, the odds are steep, and their success is not by any means guaranteed. So it's them, like, heroically charging into, like, almost assured death, or, like, very slim odds in the pursuit of, like, exploration and figuring out how to solve these things. It's like it's very heroic and very satisfying to watch as a narrative. Yeah, because there's so much like noble fearlessness, like charging into mm-hmm. these terrible situations against the odds, and then it's like they'll be doing well, but then still throughout this, they don't know everything there is to know. So you're still getting hit with like left hooks of like, oh, now there's more. There's like intelligent titans that are like str- strategizing, and you're like, yeah. we didn't know they could be smart. And then yeah. they're like, where did these ones come from? And yeah. just and they're just trying realize, to get to this bank of knowledge so yeah. that they can like have information on the enemy they're fighting. Yeah. And like this this whole phase, I guess they there's one big revelation of information where it's like the main character can turn into a Titan, but he maintains his intelligence, and then they find out there's other Titans like that that are plotting against them. So then you kind of realize, oh, the jig's up. Titans are here for a reason. We don't know why, but people are trying to work against us, and we're trying to work against them. Mm-hmm. Just that. So, like, what are your guys' thoughts on that kind of period? Because you still feel like those questions are answered, but then you feel like I don't know what the hell's going on now with that. Like, why is that happening? Yeah, That's every every answer comes with pro- more questions. Provokes more questions. Yeah. And rewatching this, they are trying to get back to. So, Aaron's dad, Grisha, is the one that had all the information. Like, he gave them the cellar key. And Aaron is an intelligent titan, has no idea how he became that, how to control it, who gave him this power, what is this power, none of this. And he starts getting memories. And it's memories of his dad somehow giving him the cellar key that has all the information. They are trying to make it to the cellar halfway through season three. They're still oh, trying really? to make it to the cellar in season three. That's yeah, yeah. a slow grind. It's like they established that in the beginning of season two, that they're going to try and take back the wall and go to the cellar. And all of season two, all of season three, up until like the last six or seven episodes, is them trying to make it to the cellar. Because... Yeah, because yeah, at first they're like, "Oh, it's just these dumb titans. We can fight them. We can go." And then what? The female titan is the first one they encounter. I mean, no, Rhina and the col or the colossal and the armor. Okay, they encounter them again. They encounter them first. Yeah, when they took down the wall. Oh yeah, but then yeah, because they come back. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's just every but time anyhow. they're like, we have the resources and we have the skills to get to this bank of knowledge. Yeah. And then there's all, they go out yeah. and something new and ridiculous hits them again. And then they're yeah. back on their heels. So, yeah, there's, I guess, okay, so then let's, we, I feel like we kind of need to go faster through the summary because <laughs> eventually, so they get to the information and that's like the big turning point of the series. Cause basically they get to this cellar, they get information. That's just a huge lore dump on why the Titans are there. What started them? Like, Where they what, came what from? What lies outside of the world? Yeah, like it—it's basically a tell-all. Like, there's no mm-hmm. more deep mysteries, or not a ton of deep mysteries. There's more lore dumps to come, but that pretty much sets the scene for like, this is what happened. This is what situation you guys are in. What do you want to do about it? Yeah. And then everything that follows is them, basically combating against the world that put them in this position, and people have different agendas and it's like after that it's like a very large political landscape where they're like every all the most of the dimensions of the titans are known it's not like they're fighting against titans anymore they're mm-hmm. fighting against people and titans are just a character yeah. in the show mm-hmm. yeah there's so some, i've rewatched that yeah. episode where they drop all that like four or five times because it's hard to keep up yeah. there's so much information and it's it's almost like it it fits with how long they've been trying to get to the information and like how groundbreaking it is to the characters in the show that even you as a viewer are like, Oh my gosh, like this Mm -hmm. is so much information. Like, I don't even know how to process all of this right now. Run it back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I need to rewatch this and reread this book. Yeah. So with that revealed, what do you guys think, I guess is your favorite phase thus far? of this show like knowing nothing knowing some stuff and trying to combat it or like the tell-all like shifting tectonic plates of like political powers i like when they found out there's more than just two intelligent titans and more than the colossal and the armor and they realize that the female titan's trying to take aaron so they're like okay why are they trying to take Aaron? So I really like that part of the series where it's like, why are they trying to take Aaron? Why are we trying to prevent this? And then they introduce the Beast Titan. So I, yeah. as much as I hate the Beast Titan, I really like that plot where I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? Why are they trying yeah. to do this? And so many people die, but it's like nuts. That's my favorite plot mm-hmm. area. Yeah. So I- yeah, I think that like, that has some of the most heroism Mm -hmm. and some of my favorite scenes is when they sort of know what they're up against. They know that like these Titans are like actively trying to like root against them and kill them. And it really makes for some interesting narrative moments. Like the whole, the whole episode where they're trying to take down the beast Titan and like the main general guy leads a charge against them that he knows is going to fail. And they basically just send one of their guys around the side to go they send like their best fighter they're just like we're gonna charge and we're all gonna die you go kill the beast titan best episode of the series it's so good one of the most emotional episodes (laughs) in anime it's amazing but um so like that phase kind of has that moment it has a lot it's like you feel like you can be more invested because you know what's going on a little bit Mm -hmm. um but yeah definitely Definitely a good phase. Top three phase. Um, I'd agree with that phase too. And I feel kind of like it's cheating picking that phase because 
I I say that phase is the whole time from when they first leave the walls to when they get to the information. And like you said, that's like a season and a half. So obviously a lot of happens, so there's a lot to appreciate in there. But mm-hmm. just they do such a good job of like they learn little bits of things that like aren't even necessarily what yeah. they're trying to learn, but they're just like they're kind of picking up on the motives of their enemies. That they're like, oh, they're trying to do this, yeah. but why? They are, like, they can do this, but how? Yeah. Like. Well, and if you look at, like, all of the, there's, like, title, or not title sequences. It's, like, in anime, usually they'll show, like, a still between commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And all the stills in Attack on Titan are always, um, informational. like, informational cards. Yeah. It's, like, it's it. their studies and their textbooks. It's, like, the whole series is them trying to figure out more about the Titans and study them. And then... Like, they give you, like, they show you how, like, they're learning and developing stuff. And there's so many times when they, like, get a new piece of information and then they're integrating it into some strategy to overcome some new obstacle. It's very, like, developmental. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of helps it move forward and never, like, stagnate because they're constantly introducing new information and using that in some creative way to, like, overcome the next hurdle. Yeah. I think it's one of the most artful, slow reveals of... Like, slowly feeding information to the viewer in a TV show that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Because they stretch it out over multiple seasons, and you don't get bored at all. No. Yeah. And you don't realize... Kind of comparable to Full Metal Alchemist in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't realize that they're holding out information. You're just like, this is literally all... Or, you can't see it coming. You don't know what you don't know. Right. Yeah. You're so so preoccupied with what's happening on the screen that you don't have the chance to, like, think about what you're not getting mm-hmm. right yeah because like the a plot is so like um engrossing and encompassing that you're like i'm not what like yes that was a huge reveal but i wasn't thinking about what these people were doing or why they were doing it because like literally these people are being like eaten on screen like it's right. just <laughs> wild but yeah. uh so that's kind of interesting um so then the next phase then, or is you want to have more to say yeah well i was just gonna say yeah the next phase just kind of bums me out because a lot of the characters that you've bonded with a lot, like, start taking some pretty hard turns. Yeah. And it's, like, definitely an interesting narrative. Like, everyone has... I don't know. At that point, I feel like they started to try and, like... It's, like, so much had been revealed that they tried to, like, architect more mystery. Like, and it wasn't just in more lore. Like, there are more, like... There's more lore reveals later in that phase. Like new layers that you weren't aware of but then also they just like withhold a lot of the characters plans which like was not a backbone of the show earlier i feel like right yeah like it gets a lot more political everything that anybody's doing a secret yeah and Mm -hmm. then so you just never know what's going on and then it's just like okay well how long is how many episodes is going to be until i realize why they were doing this Mm -hmm. right and it's forever yeah it gets to the point where you know what you don't know and you're like okay just tell me (laughs) yeah yeah but so, uh, was that I forget? Because was there was there a gap between that big reveal and then we start following the people in Eldia? Uh, season four yeah, starts season with people gap. in Eldia. Okay. Yeah. So that, that to me that was but, the next phase. Yeah. Um, Learning the history of how it all started. Yeah. Yeah. Which at that point you do have the satisfaction though of like all of the maximum powered main characters crossing swords it's like right. everyone has figured out their shit and they're coming at each other with a hundred percent and it's like fully recognized main characters just like 
in a slugfest, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, in the lore drop, you basically learn that... So, the people that you've been following this whole time, they live on this isolated island. And then there's, obviously, the whole rest of the world. Um, and there's one nation called Eldia that has been sending titans to the island. Because they want to, like, get rid of the island people. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a war, no. and then so for the next se- it, the next season starts that you're following the people on the other side. So really, it's a war that the people on the island didn't know they were fighting, exactly. So then you go to see the other people on the other side of the war, and kind of get to see their motives and why they're doing it because they have a whole different understanding of history. And you also learn yeah. where the nine came from, the nine intelligent titans. Yeah. And how they got started, how it gets passed from person to person. Like, yeah. And, like, you you slowly come to realize that Titans are this particular, like, race of humans who, when they are, like, exposed to this certain chemical, they, or, like, serum, they turn into Titans. They're the only ones who are capable of it. And then, since they have such destructive power, it kind of became, like, a, all right, like, Pandora's box. These things exist, and people are going to use them, like... What, so then some people hate them, they just kind of want to exist, want to exist, but then it, there's a lot of layers after that that get really complicated. Yeah, but. but the thing I liked about this phase was that you got to see, I like that they develop both sides of the conflict, so that you can respect both sides. And you can see kind of how um, the mainland people... There's pretty obviously some bad guys, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. the mainland people, though, that you can see that they've been almost brainwashed. And, like, kind of, yeah. er, propaganda, at least, as to why they're fighting, yeah. and that, oh, the enemies are devils, and we have to kill them. And then there are some cross... There's like, big, pa- like, Nazi Germany, like, tones. Yeah. Yeah, like, the Eldians basically. are basically slaves, mm-hmm. and utilized as weapons, which basically turns them into monsters, but just because they can turn into monsters doesn't mean they are monsters. Mm-hmm. And then just the development of, like, paths crossing and, like, certain people helping certain other people and, like, all the character development there. I really like that. And then, but then also, it leads up to this head-on clash because the island people figure out that they're being attacked by the mainland people and basically come up... So then they, like... Well, I don't don't even know. Basically, some people... A lot of people have different ideas of what to do, but they end up (laughs) clashing (laughs) head-on. Yeah. So the island people basically, when they clash, it was really sad. It was like almost, there was one fight where that was like one of my favorite parts of the whole show. And it came in that third phase where it's like the island people come and they're facing these people who have like almost grown soft because they've been using these titans as like weapons and that kind of as a shield. But then these people who were on this island who were facing them for so long and trying to figure them out got so good at figuring them out and fighting them these like against all these odds and like they were getting basically beat down for three seasons until like only the badasses remain and they're so good at fighting Mm -hmm. that they come back and they just like kick the crap out of all the mainlanders because of like all these trials and tribulations that they faced in order to like get there Mm -hmm. literally one of the best lines in the whole show is one of the intelligent titans are meeting the people like the scouts and the warriors from the island and they're coming in with their gear and they know how to fight titans yeah they have like guy is like the guy is like don't they know i'm a titan 
Like, why aren't they scared of me? And they just come like, and... why aren't they running? Yeah. Like, why why are they coming <laughs> at me? And literally just come and demolish these intelligent titans. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, Yeah, oh because the mainlanders... Gosh. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah, island people have... the mainlanders have, have been using, like... The, yeah. the island people one, have this special... One nation special from the mainland... <laughs> Had been. I'm. I'm going. <laughs> we need to pick. Well, your audio is coming through like really choppy, so I can't tell if you're talking yeah. either. Well, we did, so one like the one nation, the main op- opposition from the mainland had been using titans as like their main weapon in conquering the world. So then, like that was kind of their go-to weapon. But then the other nation, the island people, had sort of been trained against that one weapon. So it was a very come up its moment well i was gonna say the island people have this specialized like gear for like it's called a omnidirectional mobility gear um so they can like they know how to move around the titans they're like very agile and they have these special swords that are like manufactured specifically for killing titans so they're like why are they not scared of me and they're just like zipping around and it's just like the coolest moment ever and they all like fly out oh man that's like yeah. the coolest thing it's, ever. It's it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, I guess. Um, so at this point, do we want to dive into some of the, sort of the? Because we've talked about our highs and lows from the series as a whole. Yeah. Um, well, then, do we want to talk about sort of our favorite things and characters and least favorite things and characters? I was gonna say the last phase. Then, is it gets super political. People start changing sides. They make their way back to the island. Everyone has different motives. And that's where it kind of starts to lose me. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Which you kind of mentioned. And that's where I stopped watching. Like, I need, I need to finish the current season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole season has been very much not political because we didn't know the enemy. We just had no idea for so long. Mm-hmm. And now it's an actual full-blown war. And this is what war is like. Yeah. 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 So, it's like, it's a reasonable conclusion of the show, but it's like pretty pretty wild um yeah i it honestly i i am way harder on it than i should be it's really just a narrative taking its course and i just kind of got distracted but um yeah do you want to dive into some of your like roses and thorns as far as characters and like just kind of traits of the show yeah i want to talk best favorite characters and least favorite characters well then do you want to go first do we all want to go around and say our favorite character one at a time yeah real quick yeah my favorite character is captain levi hands down that's mine that's fair <laughs> i feel like he's okay, far in a way like he's easy pick but favorite character yeah number two gets kind of difficult pick, but yeah. i'm like levi clear first yeah levi's pretty great i was gonna say one that jumps to mind pretty quick is jean really okay yeah just like okay so he doesn't get a lot of screen time and this is sort of me like trying to pick an interesting thing because Obviously, all the main characters are interesting. There's something to love and hate about all of them. But Jean is just one particular interesting character that I think doesn't get a lot of time because his whole thing that kind of started out early, he's in recent, like in the recent series, he's just kind of like another one of the B characters who's fully developed and pretty powerful. But early on, his whole thing was that he was cowardly and like scared of everything, but then... He, like, stepped up anyways. It's like, his whole thing was that he, like, hated all of it. He wasn't into it. He didn't want to do any of this. But then he was sort of, like, he dragged himself along where he was saying, like, yeah, I'm a coward, but, like, there's nothing else for me to do. Like, I live in this world. I gotta get shit done. 
And then also he was kind of dragged along by the main characters. Like, he became attached to the main folks. And then he's like, well, you guys are joining the scouts, which have a history of, like, dying a lot. He said, well, like, it's not like I'm going to do anything else. Like, what? Like, it's basically, um, what is it? It's, uh, there's, like, a good, there's a good quote. Um, what was it? I think it's from the Bible. It's somebody says, like, to whom shall I go? Oh, yeah, to, wh- like, to whom would I go? To whom shall yeah. I go? Or to, yeah, it's like it's like people are like they're saying like oh like why don't like like the the followers of Jesus maybe I don't know we we weren't raised on it's during the Last religion, Supper like, when like uh, some people that were following Jesus at the Last Supper he's talking about like eating this bread is my body this wine is my blood and people are like this is kind of weird I'm out of here and then it's like the twelve disciples I think that are left twelve is that right and then he's like do any of you want to leave and they're like to whom would we go mm. yeah because they yeah. want to stay with him and he's like what else would I do? Like, where else would I go? He's like, this is what I got to do. And it's just like, kind of a like reluctant hero. He's an interesting character. He's, and it's, I don't know. I like him. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, cause now he's kind of like the de facto leader of who's left. Mm-hmm. Like everyone looks to him. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. My favorite character, if it's not Levi, is Hanji. Okay. Yeah. Hanji was definitely, well, Hanji? Hanji's, Hanji's in my, if, if Levi is S tier, Hanji's awesome. in the A tier. I rewatching it this time. I mean, you know, you notice so many things that you don't see in the first and the amount that Hanji mm-hmm. realizes before it's exposed, the amount that she puts herself in danger to figure things out, to help us move along. It's like her and Irving are the are the smartest and he's really good with battle but she is the brains behind everything Mm -hmm. and even he is Mm -hmm. like hanji's the one that told me to do this or he uh, hanji's the one that came up with this idea and she's basically single-handedly coming up with all the ideas that they need to save Mm -hmm. their race yeah and it's amazing yeah yeah and she's a girl (laughs) strong ass independent woman you guys okay so hot take Guys, one of my favorite characters, Aaron. No. No. <laughs> the main character. So, uh, hear me out, okay? He's interesting as an anime MC because he's very he's fairly different from a lot of anime main characters. Um, specifically in the journey he goes on, a lot of his realizations early. Um, so I'm constantly fascinated and I think one of the things that appeals to me is an anime, a lot of the times, people want to be the best. That's, like, a big theme, is they're, like, I need to train hard and become the best, mm-hmm. right? And it's, like, I have this skill, I'm going to beat everyone in my path, I'm going to work hard to do it. Whereas Aaron, it's, like, at an early phase, this power is bestowed upon him, and he's, like, oh, I need to, like, do this and, like, save the world. And that's his journey for a while. And then after, he has another time where he realizes, wait a minute, I'm not special. Like, I'm just this guy who was given this power. And he says, like, I have no place being, like, I'm not better than any of these people. I'm not stronger. Like, he's, he kind of rejects being the main character and then says, but the fact remains I am the main character. So I have, like, a responsibility to, like, try as hard as I can. So it's kind of a roundabout way to get to a similar place. But then it's interesting to me because he... I don't know. It's It really seems like he struggles with being the main character to me. Yeah. And I kind of think that's kind of cool. 
He is a whiny baby. All the time. Is he, though? Yes. I mean, like... He's, like... He was, like... <laughs> the whole time, now seeing it again. In the beginning of first season, yeah, he was my favorite character until this last season where I can't stand him. But yeah. watching it again, he literally complains all the time and relies on Mikasa to carry him forward. And, like, talks about how he wants to be great and all this. Why aren't I better? Why can't I do this? Oh, woe is me. My mom died. Blah, blah, blah. And then Minkus is like, you need to get over it and get better. And then he does. So I'm like, I really don't like Aaron. Well, wait, so what phase is that? Because I remember he was, like, basically just, like, working hard early. And, like, it. it's not like he was whiny. He was just, like, not really good. And then Mikasa was amazing. She was, like, a prodigy. But then, what point do you feel like he's the whiniest? Because Actually, I feel like he whines when they start training as scouts. I didn't notice it my first watch through. I started to notice it my second yeah. and the third one. I'm like, oh, good gracious. This is horrible. <laughs> or yeah. they I also, I, completely I, rely only on his it, Titan ability, and that's the only thing he's good for. Like, he's not good at anything else. Yeah. He's not even good at being a Titan. Well, he gets... <laughs> He gets better at he gets better at doing the uh, um he gets better at using the ODM gear because to be fair when you can turn to a Titan why would you just fight as a normie against Titans, but then there is the point later where like so towards the end they show his progression as being a Titan because he's fighting all these other people who are intelligent Titans and he's just kicking the snot out of mm-hmm. them yeah so he does progress in that way, but then I do think it's kind of cool how he he does have like a sort of admirable one-track mind where it's like it's like when you see an action hero character who like their one motivation is protecting this one character and like sorry to you if they get if you get in their way like you're gonna go down some one way or another he like is all about i like at first he's just like i want to kill all of the titans because they like are the problem and we're i'm gonna do my damnedest to solve it and then once he sort of, obviously some lore is revealed, the Titans aren't really the enemy, then he realizes, oh, the enemy's out there across the sea. Once I finally destroy that enemy, I can rest. All right, I'm going to destroy that enemy. Yeah. And then they find out more stuff, and they're thinking, all right, is the enemy someone that we can beat? Do like, are, Should we destroy the enemy, or are we actually the problem? Should we just like let this happen, and like, should our race die and just eliminate the, heighten, the Titans altogether? And then he says... No. Like, I want to win, and they're trying to kill us, so I'm going to kill all of them. It basically comes down to there's one world, and we cannot coexist here. So one of us is going to prevail, and I'm not going to let them prevail because they think we're evil. Yeah. Because to us, they're evil. I think it's kind of cool how he... Yeah, I think it's kind of cool how he's just like... I am, like, he said, like... I'm going to try to win. He's like, I'm the... I'm me, and they're them. They want us gone. It said, like, I want them gone. And then he goes after it. Like, yeah. whatever it takes. I guess that gives me more respect for his actions in the last seasons. Because it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I understand why he's doing what he's doing, but it, I still don't like it. But the way you just put yeah. it makes it sound yeah. a lot more noble. And I think in the last, this most recent season, he's just like a machine. He has a mission. He knows what he wants to accomplish, even though he makes yeah. me mad. I can respect him, but he doesn't whine anymore. He's just like, this is what I want. I'm going to go get yeah. it, and this is me getting it. 
Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. that's why we stop Which, liking him because he knows how important he is, so he gets like super reckless. Yeah, and then he kind of drags everyone yeah. into his shit storm. Yeah, yeah. So like, then he basically has no regard for all of the bonds and characters that he's built at that point. It's like only his mission exists later, mm-hmm. and we talk about how it's like a hot take to like him because his end goal, like. By the end of the series, it's like, oh, he's going to wipe out essentially 80% of the Earth. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to um, kill anyone that does not live on our island. <laughs> I'm going to wipe out the yeah, rest so of like, the Earth. so that's pretty much it. That's where he lands, and it's like, it's not like he like takes joy in it, I suppose. It's just like, he's just like, I want me and all the people I love to be safe, and they're not going to be safe until like we are the only ones left, mm-hmm. because we... Like, this this scary power exists within our community, and nobody's going to let us be. Yeah. So then I guess um, the rub is the fact that the rest of the people were trying to hopefully make peace in some capacity. Like, find some way that everyone could coexist. Imagine. But he had made up his mind. He's like, nope, only way is to kill them all, and I have the ability to do so. So I'm going to kill them all. Yeah. So now it's, it's like, in a weird place where, like, all satisfying. of his friends... So now it's in a weird place where all of his friends... Are kind of like trying to stop him, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's like the his friends and his enemies are now working together to stop him. So now he yeah. appears to be the antagonist. So it's really an artful story <laughs> when you think about it. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, where it's like it's just a lot of things happening. Yeah. And you don't really know. It's hard to make hide or tail of it. Yeah. So I guess it's like it's like Game of Thrones. If the ice people had a good had a good like cause, almost. Yeah, if you got to see like, their if, side. If they had some understandable motivations. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I guess since we arrived here, do we want to talk about how we think it will end? Yeah. So basically, I'm like, I'm missing some of what's out right now, but. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I guess, in my mind, the only way that they could end it is, like, they somehow stop Aaron from killing everybody. Right. But then, also, they find some way to just, like, end Titans. Yeah, so here's... I had I have some questions. Just that can, They can be quick answers, but they also warrant a little discussion. So the first one is, how slash when slash will Aaron get stopped? And who will do it? Mm. Mikasa. Yeah, I think Mikasa stopping Aaron, but then is what would happen. But then, does she stop him or does she kill him? I think she kills him. And, like, Mikasa is apparently, oh, what's her? An Ackerman. Which he has shown her that you, like, swear fealty to this one person and it's Aaron. Yeah, like her DNA is hardwired. Yeah, and you can't do anything against that person. But I'm like Aaron's a different person now. Does she still have that Mm -hmm. in her? So I really think it's going to be Mikasa conquering her Ackerman traits and killing Aaron. Yeah. So I guess real quick, where the last season left off is there was basically like an ace in the hole that the Titan population king like hundreds of years ago had that he's like i have this ace in the yeah like basically he's like i have this ace in the hole that i can destroy the whole world if i want so leave us alone and let us be happy but they have not left them alone and let them be happy so now aaron figured out a way to use this ace in the hole and now is essentially on a rampage destroying the world and everyone else is 
trying to stop him. <laughs> That's where we're at. So, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to, I do have some spoilers for how this no. goes. So, from the manga? Like, well, from, I think. The sub is, is out. Mar- no, Mark or uh, Grant. I think I, I, the subbed version goes further. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's stuff for me to watch that I haven't, but. Yeah, I'll uh, resign. Okay. Conversing. Okay, thank about you. The future. Yeah, so I think I think uh, I feel I don't know a lot. I know like one detail of like stuff mm-hmm. that kind of happens. I feel like he has to get stopped. I can't see him like killing the whole yeah, world, destroying the whole world. But like I could also see maybe he does and like there's another time skip. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now we're one year later, or like a few months later, the whole world has been flattened. But then I'm like, but then who's left? And what happens Everybody on parody. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that one. Or like, does he, yeah. And can Aaron even, if he accomplishes his mission, can he come out of the state that he's in? Yeah, he got his head shot off. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> but, uh, um... Yeah, the main character got his head shot clean off his body, and then a giant creature sprouted from the stump. Yeah. And then, yeah, we also didn't talk about everything in, like, the coordinates. I mean, you can't. I know. That's also confusing. There's a lot to uh, unpack there. But yeah, I'm like, can he even come back There's so much lore that even when you know all the stuff, you have to, like, have it broken down. Absolutely. Yeah, for you. So then, yeah, if he flattens the whole world... Then what? What do all the Colossal Titans do at that point? I what does Aaron do at that point? I think if he did flatten the whole world, his mission's done. Yeah. And he would just, like, resign himself to take on whatever punishment that Verity mm-hmm. wants to give him. But I think he's like, okay, I have saved my race. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, and I guess when he has control of the coordinate, he can do whatever he wants. Like, he can turn all of the Colossal Titans back to stone. Or I just, like... When he's in touch with the royalty or... Empire. Right. Or even just, like, disintegrate them. I don't know. But, like, I guess at that point anything's possible. But then, like, the show would just be over. So, (laughs) like... Yeah. So I feel like he has to get stopped. I feel like he has to get stopped, and I feel like Mikasa has to be the one to do it. Yeah. So that's what I think there. Um, My next question is... Alrighty. Okay. I was trying to end the podcast. <laughs> oh, Jake oh. not saying stuff. Oh, well, I had more quest- more questions. <laughs> oh, man. I know, this is a long one. I told you we should have split this up into two episodes, dude. <laughs> We've been talking about Attack on Titan for about 45 you minutes. You talked about your air show for 35 minutes. <laughs> well, well, you know. Hot- we also started the podcast in that 35 minutes. <laughs> it's a hot point of contention of how long we should talk about things on this podcast. But, uh, yeah, because... one more question. Oh, That's but, all you get. Okay. Um, my last question okay. that... I wanted to do, will they survive, yes or no? Then That's what we should do. Who? He has a listener. Everybody. Just, I, I'm going to fire off names and you tell me if they're alive when the show ends. All right. All right Levi. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I think, he, I think he's going to die. Really? Yeah, I think... Who do you think is going to kill him? I don't know. I think he sacrifices himself. 
Maybe you find out he's Mikasa's dad, and then he sacrifices himself for her or something. <laughs> okay. Um, no. Um, Mikasa? I think she's going to She ha- I think yeah. she has to live. I think she's going to die yeah. killing Aaron. <laughs> I think she's the Samwise Gamgee of this Ooh. story. Maybe she kills Aaron, and then her DNA kills her. That's what I think is going to happen. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Armin. Lives. I think Ar- They already killed him once. What? Kill him <laughs> I think Armin's gonna- They already killed I him once. I think Armin's gonna be king of the new world. I think he survives. I'd see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aaron? I think he dies. Dead. He's gonna die, yeah. Um, Connie? Alive. Alive, yeah. Uh, Connie's mom? Dead. <laughs> Did they already kill her? No. Alive. Okay. They tried to feed Falca to her. Right. Okay. Um, Jean. Alive. Mm-hmm. No, dead. Dead. He's dead. I think he's alive. Um, Hanji. Dead. Dead. I don't know. I want to say alive. <laughs> uh, Rhina. Dead. But he passes dead. off his power. Yeah, he's he wants to die anyway, so... <laughs> But I don't think... He's about to die. He anyways. is, but mm-hmm. I don't think Gabby's gonna get it. Okay. Um, Annie? Gabby? Her name... They say Gabby on dub. You guys watch the frickin' dub. <laughs> Annie? Alive. No, dead. dead. Aaron kills her. I think she finds her dad and kills herself. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Anime is pretty angsty if you haven't noticed, uh, <laughs> Willius. All right, and now we've got um, people from the other side. Gobby. Her name's spelled with an O. It has to be Gobby. In the dub, I guess it's spelled with an O. Check the wiki, bro. Check the sub, man. Oh. Okay. Gobby. Gobby lives. Yeah, annoyingly so. And then I bet she becomes like an advocate for. Marlians or something. Yeah, she's starting to change her ways. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jay? I think she lives. Alright. That makes sense. Peak? Dead. I feel like all the people that are um, Titans right now have to die, because they're about to die anyway. Not all of them. Aaron's a few years behind. Right. Diana. But yeah, like, So anybody who gets a intelligent Titan power is on a time limit to mm-hmm. die. 15 years. Like... For like yeah, you know. so like Rhina, Peak, and Zeke are all near the end of their term. Okay, yeah. uh, Falco lives. He's got to live. Lives the young yeah. blood, and then last but not least, no, he dies. He dies. He dies. Oh, okay. Falco okay. dies. Last but not least, Zeke. I hope he dies. He has to die. He's so close he, to die. He's like, yeah, he already died three times, let's I be honest. Levi destroys him and gouges him because Zeke basically almost killed Levi and Zeke probably thinks Levi's dead. And I want Levi to come out of nowhere and kick his butt. Yeah, Levi's basically killed Zeke three times. Yeah. Zeke is my least favorite character. Yeah, what about Flock? Flock sucks. Flock does. Flock is the characterization of the worst ever. I still hate Zeke more. Wow, really? He like, okay, Flock starts out hating the fact that they saved one of the main characters, 
And then the main height that he approaches in terms of, like, likability is, like, leading the new neo-Nazis. What? Like, that's, like, that's what all Flock does. He goes from being, like, why did you guys save Armin instead of Irvin? And then he goes from that to being, like, the lead Jaegerist. And, like, leading the movement that wants to, like, kill everybody. (laughs) Yeah, not a great guy. I hate Flock, but I hate Zeke the most. Alright, you heard it here first. Alright, one more question. (laughs) Oh, man. No, the only other... uh, Well, now I'm asking it. (laughs) The only other one I wanted to ask was, what role do you think Titans play in in society at the end of the show? I think they're gone. I think the Nine survive, but I don't think they turn. You think they're gone? You think Marleans are going to be completely wiped out? No, I think I think Titans don't exist after this. I don't think the Marleans are gone. Or the Eldians, you mean. Oh, yeah. but takes back I think, the power of the Nine. Yeah, I think the power of Titans goes away. Mm, you think the coordinate like just removes it? Well, the only way Aaron is taking over this world is because he convinced Amir the coordinate mm-hmm. that he should be able to do this because the way Marlene's were treating the children of Amir. Okay. Because like... Zeke is chained up. I like that prediction. He uses the power of the coordinate mm-hmm. to take away Titan abilities. Huh. Yeah, because maybe he's like, okay, I, I think here's what happens. Aaron probably knows that he could get rid of the Titans altogether. I think that he's holding that card back. But then he's thinking, if I get rid of the Titans and things stay as they are, they're not going to just let us be. They're going to kill all of us. So he's just like, the only way for us to live is to kill all of them. Past that, Titans are not necessary or good, so he's going to get rid of them. Hmm. I think that's part of his plan. Well, he's already the attack Titan, the coordinate, and the iron one. The hammer? The hammer. There's already three Titans himself. Yeah. What if he eats all the other ones and becomes a Mega Titan and kills himself? The Megazord. Because it doesn't... Oh, I guess it's just oh, reborn yeah. with someone normally. Yeah. But can he just self-destruct? Oh, what if Aaron kills himself? I don't know. What would that accomplish? Yeah. What if he eats all of the children of Amir of the Nine? Mm-hmm. All the different intelligence... Wait, is it actually re- is, is it actually given to somebody if he just dies? It's not the Avatar cycle. It is. It is like the Avatar cycle. If it, someone dies in action, it's born to somebody else. I think. Yeah. Is that... Uh, or is this no it, that's attack on titan 2 okay. if, if one of the nine dies without being eaten then another eldian somewhere is just born with the ability as a huh. baby Ooh, i'd hate to birth that baby yeah or first time that baby cuts itself <laughs> have a little baby jaw titan better not a sharp uterus ah. um anyways so yeah, if a, if a baby turns uh, into a titan, does it just become the size of a normal person? Mm. End of podcast. <laughs> Are you gonna scat? <laughs> nope, that was the outro. <laughs> Alright. Fine by me. No, um, uh, wait. No, I'm good with that being the end. You know what song that was?
No. Oh, you were dancing like you did. That's <laughs> Alright, we're done here. T2. I'm stopping recording. What? Was your first scat AOT? I think so, yep. You guys want me to scat every attack on Titan intro? 